Arizona, Arizona Sports. Sports, the local the sports, local leader. sports leader. leader, Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset, brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing, proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals, 4 o'clock reset. We start today's 4 o'clock reset, of course, with the Phoenix Suns win last night, tying their series against the LA Clippers 1-1 with a 123-109 win at Footprint Center. Devin Booker did Devin Booker things. 38 points, 9 assists in 45 minutes. Yeah. It was his defense that caught the attention of Sun TV broadcaster Eddie Johnson. It's amazing. Like, he doesn't get credit for how good his defense has improved. And he has been unreal defensively in the first two games of the series. And it's going to continue because he's maniacal. He knows this, this is his best opportunity to win. And you can tell he's going to go out there with the energy that he needs. Got to be special. You're a great player. You're one of the best in the league. Supermax guy. You got to be special. He was special last night. That gets the Suns victories because they got two guys that have the ability to be special. And they were last night. Durant and Booker were both special. Yeah, Suns other star Kevin Durant. He was easy like Sunday morning yesterday. 25 points, 5 of 6, 6 rebounds in 44 minutes. Just so smooth. Chris Paul played well. 16 points, 8 assists. DA had a double-double with 14 and 13, including 3 offensive rebounds. He really carried the team in the second quarter. And they made 100% of their mid-range shots. And they made 100%. They set an all-time yes, NBA playoff record one. for not missing <laughs> one shot. Shot in the mid range. Actually, uh, they were twenty one to twenty nine. Seventy two percent, best by any team in the last ten postseasons. Yeah, Chris Paul. I mentioned Chris Paul, but his X ray on his right hand came back negative following the game two win. Good video that's out there from our own videographer who saw Chris Paul kind of messing with his hand a little bit. The X ray was negative. Game three is tomorrow in L A at seven thirty. You'll hear it live here on Arizona Sports. Other NBA series to keep track of last night: the Cavs, even their series against the. Knicks 107.90. Darius Garland, 32.7 assists for Cleveland last night. Yeah, he was night. great. 26 of those came in the first half. 15 points in the second quarter. They really tightened down defensively. They dominated the Knicks. They had nine turnovers on the way to opening a 20-point halftime lead. They actually got the lead up to 29 in the fourth quarter. Blew the Knicks out last night. Boston went up two games to none on the Hawks. 119-106 victory. Jason Tatum at 29. Jalen Brown at 26. I think Derek White's been a key. He had 22 points in game. Game one, he was terrific again on Tuesday. 26 points on 11 of 16 shooting, seven rebounds, two assists, three block shots. Good acquisition by the Celtics in getting Derek White. Did you see the inside of the NBA crew giving Derek White crap about his hair, comparing it to Stephen A. Smith? Like I a, did not. Like a receding, like they basically said, man, Stephen A. Smith, that's a quick turnaround. He's got to go do first take tomorrow. Basically say Stephen A.'s receding hairline oh, looked like Derek man. White. It was Charles and Shaq couldn't stop laughing on set. They were like two little teenagers just giggling over the joke oh, that they made. Man. Stephen A. responded this morning. It was really, really funny. Um, from the NBA today, just came down. No surprise. Sacramento Kings coach Mike Brown named Coach of the Year. What a great job he has done. I mean, he has just done an amazing. What a great coach he is. I'm pulling for them. I Let's get the Golden State Warriors. They're going to be without Draymond Green. He got suspended. I was just going to bring that yeah, up. So let's go Sacramento. Sweep the Warriors. Sweep them. Warriors forward Draymond Green suspended one game for stomping on the chest of DeMontis Sabonis in the game two loss to the Kings by Golden State. Sabonis has suffered a sternum contusion and is questionable for game three. Joe Dumars, the guy in charge of doling out the punishment for the NBA, specifically said that it was Draymond Green's past behavior and previous incidents 
that led to the suspension. Many people around the NBA think it's a joke that Draymond Green got suspended a game and that his past actions would have been used against him in that regard. Wow. Yep. How many times have Joe Dumas have suspended his Pistons teammates? <laughs> Joe, Joe, well, how many times would you have suspended Bill Lambier? And a lot of it had to do, too, with that, the shenanigans he was doing after it happened, where he was riling up the crowd. Adam Silver was there that night in Sacramento. So that, all of that, might have contributed to Draymond Green getting a game when a lot of people didn't think Look, he was going to. I mean, you, you got to say this. I mean, he hurt his team. They're yeah, down to no nothing doubt. they need. I mean, he hurt his basketball team. Lakers-Grizzlies today. Ja Morant is out with that hand injury. That game starts at 4.30. Heat Bucks today at 6. The Bucks have upgraded Giannis Antetokounmpo to questionable for today's game two. Miami's up one game to none. And then the Timberwolves are at Denver tonight at seven. Denver leads that series one game to Denver, none. Denver blew them out in game one. They looked really, really good. I expect Milwaukee to bounce back with or without Giannis. Jimmy Butler's been incredible, but I can't see them going down to nothing. Memphis and the Lakers without John Morant. Look, they've won a lot of games without John Morant. Don't count them out. Mad bum. Yeah. High fly ball deep to left field. Guriel back on the track at the wall, and it's gone. A three-run home run, and it is now 7-3 in favor of St. Louis. Chris Garagiola with the call. Seven earned runs, seven hits, four walks for Mad Bum in three innings. Diamondbacks lose to the Cardinals 14-5. They won the series thanks to their yeah. win yesterday. Yeah. But Mad Bum, once again, nope. forcing Tori Lavillo to make a decision. Listen, if he's not going to retire, you've got you've to end this for him. Okay, put him out of his misery. Just put him out of his misery. He throws meatballs up there all the time. He can't get major league hitters out anymore. He's, he's a, Every fifth day, he gives you a chance to lose, not win. He's got to be out of the rota- rotation. If he doesn't want to retire on his own, you've got to make it happen for him. You've got to force Madison Bumgarner out of the rotation. In a clip that's gone viral, Bumgarner trading obscenities with Cardinals catcher Wilson Contreras because of how Contreras reacted to the fastballs that Bumgarner was throwing. Contreras earned a walk in the at-bat, chucked his bat like he just hit a home run, and Bumgarner took an exception to it. Here's Contreras after the game on the incident. If you say something to me, I will say something back. For me, it's like my game, but uh, thankfully I got on his mind. He blew all the indicting. The mics were hot during the exchange when Mad Bum was on the mound and what Contreras was, was at the plate. I'm, I'm interested. What was Because I was watching the game. What was he upset about? I think I watched it and I think what Mad Bum was upset about was a big hack that Contreras took at a fastball like he thought he had gotten all of it or he was going to hit it out or something and Mad Bum said something to Contreras. Why for swinging at a pitch? I have no idea Mad Bum would be mad about that but Contreras then caught wind that you're jawing at me, I'm going to jaw at you and then after drawing a walk, he kind of yeah. chucked the bat like he just hit a home run and Mad Bum was staring him down when he was walking to first. I got news for Mad Bum. Everybody's hacking like they're going to hit it out of the park when you're pitching. In happier news, Kevin Durant rocking the D-backs hat last night after the Suns win. Yeah, it's trying to support the hometown the local team. Uh, I know they support us, so let's try to try to show some love. And yes, God, I love that about him. He's a, I really love that about him. Me too. And he's a fan of Corbin Carroll. Yeah, he's fast in the league. Yeah, so uh, they got a bright future out here. Said it made him feel old. 
to hear that Corbin yeah. Carroll was a Seattle Sonics fan. And Seattle you still guys, watch him, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. How about that? That's great. I listen. I love the fact that he's supporting the first place D backs. That's great. I agree. Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa considered retirement after multiple stints in the concussion protocol last season. Said he's not going to, but he admitted he thought about retiring for a moment well, or two. Concussion. They've, they've got a lot more knowledge of concussions and the damage they do to you. You know now compared to 20, 30, 40 years ago. So I mean, it's a, it's a it's a dangerous thing. It's something you got to be aware of. And he had multiple concussions, and you're more prone to get. Once you've had one, you're more prone to get more. Today is the deadline for NFL teams to time test, visit, interview, or conduct a physical examination with draft eligible players. You can't have a visit with them after today. Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson rounds out his visits with a scheduled trip to the Ravens. Uh, Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud had one with the Falcons. Will Anderson Jr. visiting the Seahawks today as well. The final day for the opportunity to talk to these players. I am blown away by what happens if the Texans take Will Anderson. Do you go Tyree Wilson or do you go Jalen Carter? If you don't trade, I trade. That's a great poll question for tomorrow. If Will Anderson's off the board and you don't trade, would you rather have Carter or Tyree Wilson? That is a good question for tomorrow. Thank that. Thank that. That's a good question. Ian Rappaport is reporting the 49ers have fielded calls from teams interested in quarterback trade Wow. All right, listen, you know me. Admit your mistake. Move on. If he's not, if they think Brock Purdy's better, move on. They gave up a lot to get him. But, you, you know, move on as quickly as you can if you make a mistake. Let me throw something into the mix. Yeah. Could the Texans trade for Trey Lance and free them up to take? Will Anderson, number two. If the Texans need a quarterback, could they make D'Amico Ryans as their head coach? Could they swing a trade for Trey Lance? Why not? And then that's what I'm suggesting. Why then, not? Then he's, he's on a rookie contract. He's, then he's, he's their quarterback contract. of the future. And now you can take whoever you want at okay, number two. Okay, here's the million dollar question. What do you have to give up to get him? Probably pennies on the dollar compared to what San Francisco paid to get him. You going to Potter? Yeah, I'm going to Potter for pennies on the... It wouldn't cost a lot. I can't imagine it would cost a lot. Wow. That's your 4 o'clock reset here on the Burns and Gambo Show. You are now caught up on everything going on I in really sports. I really am. You did a good job. Thank they you. Were, very no, caught actually, up on no, everything going on in sports. Eric and Mitch. The Eric two, and Mitch. I'm they, completely caught up on everything going on right now. They put together I the get 4 it. o'clock Madison reset Madison Bumgarner sucks. I get that. That's, <laughs> that's what I took out of that. No, there's more going on in sports than Matt oh. Bob not being the end play. There you go. There you Calm go. down. Oh, hold on. Happy trees. Bob Ross. Clouds, blood pressure, blood pressure. Mountains, Gambo's got his pills. Everybody for just, my health. Get rid of Madison. For my health, get rid of Madison Bumgarner. Just Donner. relax when it comes to Matt Bum. In fact, let's all calm down and let's revel in the fact that Devin Booker had another night that is historic. And we'll talk about it next. Burns and Gambo. Arizona Sports. The home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns Clippers. Now. Suns get the ball to Craig. They have time. Seven seconds. Six. Five. Craig to Booker. Booker. Three-point range. Booker fires. Shazam! It's good with eight tenths of a second left. Play the game as far as I'm concerned. That was it. Yeah, the we three might disagree, the, but that, that's no, the play of the no. Game. Like I, I don't disagree with you. I, th- I thought because that sent you in the into the locker room tied. 
and 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 they had, and obviously they're taking the long way into the locker room now. They're not taking a shortcut. So they had a long walk to think about how they had a 13 point lead. Indeed. And uh, you came back and tied it. And then I thought like the continuation it was 11 an 11 to 2 run to end the half, which ended on the book three. Um, and and, and the, the, the remarkable thing to me too is that. Booker has not been making three-point shots. He made four of them yesterday. It's the first time he's made four three-pointers in a game. In his last 15 games, he hadn't hit four three-pointers. So I like that part of it, too. That's why I thought it was so important. Because, you know, I, you looked up the numbers. I, I, I didn't know that fact, but that felt real, right? Like anybody who's been watching Suns basketball knows that it had been a while since Devin Booker had made a three-point shot, let alone four in a game. I was talking with somebody downstairs at, at halftime in the, in the media. Room about man that it's about time book hit a three point shot because it had been a while and that's why I thought that moment was so important not just to cap off the runs in the first half but to kind of get book going a little bit because it felt like it really got book going a little bit he was maybe I'm going to do this tonight when I'm watching the Nuggets T Wolves game just for a research project that's got to be one of the five best playoff games Devin Booker's ever played he was so crazy good last night. Like, it's hard yeah. to even put into words how good he was last night. Because it wasn't just him scoring. It was him manipulating. It was him... I made the Queen's Gambit joke earlier. It was him moving the pieces on the board, thinking two steps ahead, three steps ahead, setting yeah. guys, uh, other guys up for greatness. I, I think it was one of the best playoff games we've ever seen out of Devin Booker last night. I think there were two games that stand out that are better. I mentioned one of them earlier. It was against the Clippers. He had a 40-point triple-double against the Clippers in Game 1 two years ago. 40 points, 13 rebounds, and 11 assists. There was another game against the Lakers when they closed out the Lakers. Man, he was just 47 points. 15 out of 22 from the field. 11 rebounds. That that game was a better game. This is a top five game. Um, there were the two 40-point games against Milwaukee, but they came in losing efforts. I don't know. Do you count that? or oh. did, did they have to win for you to count it? Or can no. they? No, not okay. necessarily. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, those game, by, by the time those games had played, Chris Paul was shot and Devin Booker was basically carrying the team. I, I mean, he yeah. single-handedly gave them a chance to win those two games. I, you know what? Part of me also liked Booker's game last night just because, and let's be honest about it, the way he closed last year's playoffs left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. He was not good against Dallas in Game 6 and Game 7. So I think it was like 3 for 11 in the last game. Something along those lines. I don't remember. The, I'd have look, to look it up. Look, he wasn't great in any one playoff game last year. He only he missed one of the Pelicans games, he missed right? a couple of the Pelicans games. Missed the he missed a few. Right, he, only, right, he only played in like three. So he missed... I think he missed three playoff games against the Pelicans. I don't have that in front of me. I'll look that up. I think he had a, a game I don't think or two he had against it. Dallas early in the series where he was good. But I, I don't know. I have to go back and look it up. I don't think he was good, but I'm saying great. Great. We're talking top five performances. Yes. The top five Devin Booker playoff performances, there isn't one from last year's playoffs that will be in there. You could go the Milwaukee games, you could go the Laker game, you could go the Clipper game two years ago, you can go this game. You're not going to have one of the playoff games from last year in your top five. I think, You're Eric's, not. I think Eric's looking it up. Are you looking it up, Eric, to look at his playoff performances? Yeah, if there's too. one that jumps out at you, let me know as, as a great Devin Booker game, but I suspect Gambo's right. And that was when, they, when last season was all said and done, when it was over. We got to the end of it, and I think there were some doubts around the NBA about Devin Booker come playoff time, which was ridiculous based off of what he did 
did in 2021. But oh, I don't know. He's not a he's not a bright lights performer. He's not a clutch performer. He's not a big. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He just didn't have a lot of opportunities last year. Uh, Eric, if you find one, jump in. I'm looking at I'm looking at it now. He didn't have a great game in the playoffs last year. I don't think. He had a 35-point game against Dallas in a loss, but only had four rebounds in that game. And he turned the ball over five times. That's To me, that's not a... They, and they lost by 10. Against New Orleans, he had a 31-point game and a loss, but he only had two rebounds and one assist. The only playoff performance from last year that like stands out of my brain is when Chris Paul didn't miss a shot right before. Yeah, right. 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 That's, that's game the six. only one. Right. Totally like, agree with you. the only one where you go, oh my gosh. Totally agree so with that, good, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so top five Devin Booker playoff performances, none of the games from last year are in there. And that's why I think it was important for him to have a moment like last night. Oh yeah. Hey everybody, remember? Devin Booker's one of the best players in the NBA. And mm. he's one of the best players in the postseason in the NBA. And that's why I loved, loved, loved this stat because it, it took me by surprise. That was his 14th 30-point game in the postseason. Now, not all 30-point games are created equal, but that's still, usually you have a 30-point game, you've had a pretty good game. That was his 14th 30-point game in the postseason since he made his playoff debut. The only player who has more than him is Giannis. He's tied with Luka for 14. Current players? That's current, current players. players. Current players. Among Suns... His 14th 30-point oh, game. I don't even know this. I, I didn't read it, so go ahead. This is from Gerald Bourget of PHNX Sports. Thank you, Gerald. Um, Amari had 15. Charles had 16. Oh, my God. He's going to pass that this year? Yeah, he is. He's probably going to pass that this year. He's, he's going to have more 30-point games than any player in Suns history. In he's been in the playoffs three times. Yeah. And that's... And that's Devin Booker's a great playoff performer. Okay, I, I get it. Last year, last year was weird. He was hurt. The Luca special. Luca was in his head. Luca was in all their heads. Chris Paul got old. All that went sideways on the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker, I think, reestablished. Hey, remember that guy from twenty twenty one? Remember that guy who did it to the Lakers? Remember that guy who did it to the Nuggets? That guy. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm back. I'm good. Ready to go. Yeah, Let's go. He had a 40-point triple-double against the Clippers. Yeah, he was phenomenal in that game. was so good. That game was so good. Yeah, he was he was terrific last night. And and I, I even loved what he had to say after the game about how he flushed out game one from his system. It's never a good feeling. Um, but, yeah, I, I just got on Call of Duty and blew some steam off. That's all he do. Well, yeah. All he do is play Call of Duty. Forget what Mike Conley said, man. We we got to play. We got to play. It was funny. Mike was talking. He was like, yeah, we're, we can't be playing Call of Duty. Carl walked in the back. He was like, hey, Mike, you getting on? You getting on? <laughs> that's, that's our generation, man. What do you think? Chris is like, I was playing Gallagher and uh, Joust, Atari. It's not, I was, it's not Gallagher. I was it's playing Gallagher. Atari. It's not, Gall- it's not Gallagher. Gallagher. Joust, Pac-Man. I was playing Miss Pac-Man. Pong. Pong. I was playing Pong. <laughs> yeah, that was Chris. Asteroids. I played some Hangman with my kids. Missile Command. Mm. <laughs> Defender. I was playing some Defender. Defender. Remember that one? That was a good Defender. one. Defender. Yeah, that's Chris. Book's like, what are, what are those games? I never heard of those games. That's how old Chris what you, is. What do you do to blow off steam? I mean, other than I would say, breathe in through the I nose, say, out through the mouth, and take your blood I pressure pills. I would say pills. listen to music. Okay. I listen to some Italian music to calm me down. Okay. Like, you know. 
to, sometimes I got to go in and, and have my blood drawn and stuff like that. I, I put my headphones on. I listen to like okay. Italian music. I watch old movies and I eat peanut butter. And I apologize for none of it. Movies I've seen a hundred times. I don't care. So a movie calms you down? Oh, very much so. Oh, yeah, very That's much so. It's a pretty so. common thing for somebody to go back to something that they like and they know what's going to happen. Yeah, especially, like, my favorite movies of all time. If I find it's like comfort food to me. I mean, it really is. Like, if I... If I Hey, the Untouchables are on today. Oh, okay. This is this is just so like... So you're in a bad mood. Things aren't going very well. You just had a bad day. The Untouchables fixes everything. The Untouchables and a jar Jeff. You got the shot. We're good to go. You got the shot. It's my favorite. It's one of the, my favorite scenes in a movie. You got him? You got him? Yeah, I got him. I got him. Take him. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cradle will rock. The cradle's coming down the, the stairs. Yeah, exactly. The mom's looking. The baby's bouncing up and down. He's got to save the kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, it, Not just the Untouchables, but that's just the first one that popped into my, my mind. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, Show. It was an eye-catching decision for Game 1. In Game 2, it paid off. Kudos to Monty. That's next. Burns and Gambo. Arizona Sports. The home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talks Suns Clippers. Now. No job Moran for the Grizzlies tonight when they take on the Lakers. That game's set to begin basically any minute. Uh, no the Lakers are playing? Huh? I thought they had another day off. <laughs> That's good. The Lakers, who had to play in a play-in game, have played once in eight days. Yeah, well. One game in like seven or eight days. It pays to be the Lakers. You know what? It's It, it does. It pays to be the Lakers. Uh, Giannis ruled out for the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. He will not play. Oh, shoot. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, Giannis shoot. has been ruled out. He will not play. Could the Heat possibly <clears throat> go up two games to none over the Giannis? On the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. you got to think if you're Eric Spolstra. Who, for my money, is one of the best coaches in the NBA. You, He's looking at that and going, okay, here we go. I got to get greedy here. I got to get way I got to get greedy. I got to take and this. And split in Miami and be up 3-1 and just have, make them have to win the next three games. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, if there's any team that can do it, it's the Bucks. You know, down 3-1 if they got Giannis back and he were okay. But it must be pretty bad if he's not able to play in tonight's game two, given what's kind of at stake. with That just came down a second ago. Giannis has been ruled out for tonight's game. Now, it was just about this time yesterday as we welcome you back to Burns and Gambo, um, where we were wondering what Monty was going to do with his starting lineup. And you and I were both, I wouldn't say we were like standing on the table and yelling about it or anything, mm-hmm. but I think you and I were both pretty strongly of the belief that, hey, the Tory Craig experiment was a failure. And you got to go back to Josh Kogi because you know what you had in Josh Kogi. And I think the phrase we used was overthinking it. Hey, you're overthinking this thing, right? Like you started eight games with a Kogi with Kevin Durant. Why, why are you making a change now for game one of the playoffs? Right. Monty stuck with Tory Craig, and I'll give it up to Monty, and I'll give it up to Tory. As much as I wanted to see a change made and you wanted to see Monty's faith in Tory Craig was very much justified last night. He played very well as a starting Role yeah. player for the team. It's the first note I had in my game. Tory starting, you know, Tory starting. So, you know, he got the the he got a foul early in the game and he got a technical early in the game. So, I mean, look, look, Tory's a good player. I mean, they had him, they let him go, they brought him back, they liked him. You know, there's been a lot of guys that have come and gone, but they liked him enough to bring him back because they liked what he did. His game was pretty interesting. If you look at it, he had the you know he started, he hit a corner. Th- Three early, 
to make it 5 nothing. And then in the second quarter, he hit two three-pointers kind of in a row um, for for the Suns. So he hit two three-pointers there. Third quarter, he hit two three-pointers wide open. One made it 71-61, another 82-75. Fourth quarter, he, he had one basket. So his... His impact on the game was earlier, not later. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking at the fourth quarter, and I'm going through it all right now, my notes of the game. And, you know, he came into the game for a Ko- for a Koji 549. He had one basket. It was from Book. It was a fast break basket, made it 115-104. But offensively, his impact was earlier. And I think that, you know, we talked about them having to get off to a good start. Well, I mean, he hits a corner three to make it 5 nothing. He had a couple of baskets, a couple three-pointers in the second uh, quarter. So he had three three-pointers, three out of four, too. He only took four. He made three. He helped them get off to a little bit better of a start in the first half of that game. Yeah, here's uh, Kevin Durant after the game on, hey, big fella, keep shooting. It's huge. We need to continue to be confident to shoot the ball. I mean, he understands that the team, like I said, going to play a little gimmicky and throw a big on him or just leave him wide open and give him a three. So you got to make him pick. And I think he did. He's been doing a great job with that thus far. I just thought of this. You know what it reminded me of? Yeah, what? Jay Crowder. It reminded uh-huh. me of a Jay Crowder I got hot game. And anybody who remembers the 2021 run of the finals knows that that, that run needed a Jay Crowder got hot game, right? Because it happened. It happened in every single series, it felt like. And, and we all remember it. He would go like stretch to two or three games where he was ice cold. We're like, Jay, quit shooting, quit shooting. And then he would hit that stretch of two or three games where he was five of eight, four of seven, you know, three of five. And he was like, okay, Jay, keep shooting, right? Like last night. Tory Craig's game felt like a Jay Crowder special from 2021. Now that's who he's going to be. Now, can he be that every night? That was Jay's problem. He couldn't be that every night. It was, it was, it was tough because you just knew, okay, Jay was great tonight, but man, he's going to be one for nine tomorrow. Can Tory be more consistent with the three point shot? Because you and I had a good debate earlier. Do the Suns need to shoot more threes? Well, I'll tell you the guy who's going to get a lot of those looks is the guy who made five of them last night. Tory Craig will have a lot of open looks from distance if he wants them. And if he makes them somewhat consistently, start all you want if you're Tory Craig. I got no problem Look with again, that. Look again, he's not guarded. He's not guarded. They're not guarding Tory Craig. They want him to shoot the ball. Three of those first four three-pointers were completely wide open, like wide open. You can't not take the shot if you have confidence in yourself. Your player, the teammates want you to take the shot. It's a wide open three. You're looking for a shot like that. Now, the emphasis for the Clippers is very much on trying to contain, in some ways, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, not letting them do what they did yesterday. Um and with in playing within that context, there's going to be guys that are going to have wide open three point shots. It's the same thing with the Clippers. You know, you know, you're going to double team and you're going to triple team Kawhi, and Eric Gordon's going to find himself taking wide open shots. Batum, he was terrible yesterday. Oh, he was terrible. But those were wide open. Nobody was guarding Nicholas Batum on those shots. Yeah. This is the NBA playoffs. The lesser players, they're going to get wide open shots because you're not going to single guard unless you've got a great defender. You're not going to single guard these guys. And with the Clippers, they don't want Kawhi getting in foul trouble. So they're going to, they're going to rest him against a weaker defender so he doesn't get in foul trouble. And he's going to be your help defense. He's going to be your help. De- now at times throughout the game, they'll put him on Durant to try to slow him down, but you don't want him the whole game on a player where he can get in foul trouble and get fouled out. The other thing I liked about Torrey Craig last night was it was 
just nine shots. You know, he, he Durant had 19, Aiton had 10, Booker had 22, Chris Paul had 14. I kind of felt like that got a little out of whack for Torrey Craig in game one. Like, it was just too much Torrey Craig. Like, with, with Torrey Craig, there's always, it's kind of like uh, uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, right? Like, yeah. like, I don't, the bed can't be too hard, the bed can't be too soft, the porridge can't be too hot, the porridge can't be too cold. It's got to be just right. Torrey Craig's shots. It has to be just right. It, it, it can't be too much because if it's too much, now everybody else is out of rhythm. It's got to be in the flow. It's got to be in the context. Now, all that being said, I will tell you, the way Josh Kogi was playing with the starters in the first half of the fourth quarter had me even thinking like, hey, look, I know Torrey Craig's been good. Man, Josh Kogi is exactly what these four guys need with him out on the floor with them. He just, all that energy, all that defense, all that hustle, all of that stuff he brings to the he's so good with those starters he can't shoot and it's it's you know he's going to be less consistent than Torrey Craig you could use both and of them that's probably what's going to be right yeah that's, I mean I, we don't know what campaign status is for the next game saw some video of him getting up some shots in LA today is he questionable thank you Mitch He's questionable. questionable. Okay, maybe he'll be back. And when he comes back, he does help you with pushing the pace and everything. But I think two guys that just need to play, when you talk about the bench, two guys that need to play are Akoji and, and Tori. Those two guys need to play. Yep. We've got the Burns and Gambo Show podcast. You can subscribe right now on your iPhone and your Android. It works like every other podcast you love listening to. We'll make sure you get the show delivered to you every single day. Digitally, of course. The Burns and Gambo Show brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Go to Carol Has the Buyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com and start packing. A mock draft with nothing but trades. Oh, yeah. The Cardinals are all over this. Next, Burns and Gambo. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Well, let's start over to Rubes. He's got our Twitter poll question of the day. We'll update that. And then I've got some news from the Suns Clippers series that I want to pass along. Ruby, take it away. Burns and Gambo need to know Twitter poll update presented by Sanderson Ford. All right, what's cooking? We've got two. You guys want to get angry first or last? <laughs> I want to get angry first. Okay, I've got the music ready. We're, we're good. Oh, we got the calming Bob Ross. Oh, hold on. Got Gambo's pills. Got Bob Ross giving us happy trees. What more do you need? Happy clouds. Okay, we're all good. So we're ready. We're, we're ready. Okay. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. Okay, now I'm ready. Do you think that Madison Bumgarner made his last start for the Diamondbacks today? Yes or no? No. I'm going to include it in my prayers tonight. <laughs> I will when I, you know, when I when I pray, dear Lord, and I thank God for the, you know, for, for the blessings for that I've blessings. been bestowed upon me. I will, I will ask him for a favor and to please have Madison Baumgartner be finished as a Diamondback. It will just be, I'll be like God. I don't usually ask you about sports things, but for today, I just got one request. Can you get Madison Baumgartner out of the rotation? Uh, Lord, have you seen his ERA? <laughs> I love that you think uh, God gives a crap about Madison. I don't. Bumgarner. That's right. I don't usually pray about sports things like how can I have this team win or that team win. But I think tonight in my 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 prayers, God, save a prayer I lay for the my sons. If you've 
I don't usually pray about sports things. All right, just to counterbalance your praying for Medbum mm-hmm. to be out of the... Mm-hmm. I'm going to pray for the Suns to win a championship. Because, I, 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 you know... That's, There's power in prayer. Well, I'm going to... May I suggest... Power in prayer. May I suggest that more people pray tonight for Madison Bumbar to be out of rotation. <laughs> if Are we all there, come together in it's prayer... Are you there, God? It's me, Gambo. If we all come together in prayer... <laughs> There's, you know, there's power in prayer. The more people um, that pray to God for Madison Bumgarner to be out of rotation, the better chance we have of it happening. I'm not saying I want him to make another start, but I am banking on the Diamondbacks being patient with him. It, it's not justified, but I'm. I think he's gonna. I don't think this is it. I think he'll at some point he'll make another start for them. I really believe that. What's our sacrifice? It's a 75-25 split. Saying yes, they think that today's outing seven earned runs in three innings was the last time. You'll see Mad Bum start for the Snakes Ooh. ever, ever, Ooh. ever. That's what ever. They Ooh. might be praying it into the poll question, man. They might be I trying to say, manifest it that uh, way. I don't know if those can, results. I don't know if people can separate what they want and what they think on this one. Because I capitalized it, Bernie. We're reading it. Capitalized. It's capitalized. Well, if it's, it's a blowout, okay. it's a blowout. We'll see. I, I'm. I think the Diamondbacks will give it one more go. That's how many more more goes are we gonna have? I'm not, here? Again, I'm not. I'm not saying I agree with it. I, it's just. That's my read of the organization. My read of them, of Tory, of just how they do. I just think they'll give him another one. What's the other one? Real quick, have these first two Suns playoff games changed your expectations for them this postseason? Yes or no? I still think they're going to win the West. It's going to be harder than maybe I thought. I thought they had the best rocker, the best roster in the West. I still do, but I don't think this is going to be easy. You know, this these games have been a grind so far for them, the first two. Nothing has come easy for them. Nothing. It don't come easy, yeah. as Ringo said. It really don't. Um, I voted no on this. I, I still think they're, gonna, they're the best team in the West. I think the teams that could beat them are in the East, Milwaukee and Boston. But Milwaukee might be down 2 nothing. No Giannis tonight. Maybe. We'll see. What's our audience say? 57.4% say no expectations remain the same. 42.6% says yes, they've changed. And technically, I would have voted no. My expectations are still the same. I just I think it's 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 been tough. These two games have not been easy at all. All right, those are the poll questions. You can find them on the Burns and Gambo Twitter page at Burns and Gambo. On Twitter is where you can find that. Um, I, more time is probably necessary to get into this because this is really really good, okay. and we probably will when we're not reacting to a Suns win in a one one series against the Clippers. Bill Barnwell he does this every year. It's probably my favorite mock draft of them all because it's just completely unfiltered unhinged trade speculation, and it's fun. Bill Barnwell does a mock every single year where all he does is propose a trade for every single team in the draft, right? Right. right. And because the Cardinals are involved in so many rumors, there's like five different Cardinal suggestions that he has here for trades. It's fun. It's fun to speculate. I don't know if any of it's going to happen or not. Did you find five? I found two. I've got one... Uh, Two, three, four. I've, there's four. You looked harder than I did. <laughs> I usually do. Um, trade number one. Yes. The Cardinals sitting at three. Oh, I can't wait to see what you think about this because you love you love this potential trade with them. Trade with the Titans. The Titans get three. The Cardinals get number 11, a third rounder, a first rounder next year, a second rounder the year after Would next. you move down eight spots for one first, one second, and one at third extra? I, I want more. I don't like it. You want more. I want more. I knew you would. I, you knew that you, 
You knew that? I knew you would want something I, I else. Want, I want more than that. That's a big jump up eight spots. It's, it, I, think you, I think to get a quarterback, the price goes up. There's more of a premium. You have to pay more of a San Francisco 49ers trade line kind of deal. A first, second, a third extra. You move down to 11, you still get an extra first. You get a set. It's not bad, but I would try to get something else. Throw too. in an extra second and I tuck. All right, go down to the Colts at number four. Okay. Uh, they proposed a trade with the Arizona Cardinals in which the Colts would move up to three. The Cardinals would drop down to four. And for their troubles, they would get an extra third rounder this year, an extra fifth rounder this year, and a third rounder next year. I know you would love I, this. I love that. I right. love that. Move down one spot, you pick up a f- you pick up a third, a fifth, and another third. Fine. Okay. Three picks. Uh, Detroit Lions at six. The Lions get number three and what? a fifth rounder next year. Why did I not see this? Because you just mm. got to scroll down. Scroll down. I did. I got the Hopkins trade on there. Um, Lions get number three and a fifth round pick next year. Okay. The Cardinals get six, a second rounder this year, and a third rounder next year. That's not too shabby. I could probably still get the cornerback out of Oregon, Christian Gonzalez. It's at six. I'm either going to get Jalen Carter, Tyree Wilson, or Christian Gonzalez. Yep. And so I, I like six. I would do that. Okay, I could do, do that. that. Yep. I, I don't think that's terrible. Okay, I, I, it's that one's okay. I, 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 I could still get one of the top three guys that I'm looking at. And then at number twenty five, the New York Giants get wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins and a second this year. The Cardinals get the Giants first and a fourth. So the Cardinals basically move up nine spots by getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins. They go from 34 to 25. The Cardinals are giving up the Cardinals are giving up a second round pick? Yeah. Giants get DeAndre Hopkins and the 34th pick overall. The Cardinals mm. get the 25th pick overall and a fourth rounder. They move up nine spots and they get a fourth rounder. Yeah. For, that doesn't seem like a lot. For DeAndre Hopkins? That doesn't seem like a lot. If you just said you get a first rounder and a fourth or even a second rounder and a fourth, but I'm going to just, I'm going to give up my second to get your late first. Like they were a playoff team last year. That's a late first. You know what? Based off of what people say in the Cardinals might get for DeAndre Hopkins, that actually seems like more than I would have thought. As crazy as it is to say, you're only it. moving up nine spots, and you get a fourth. Yeah, it's it's moving up. So I get two firsts. Basically, I have the third pick overall in the draft, and I have the twenty fifth pick overall in the draft. And um, so if there's is DeAndre Hopkins, does he have the kind of value that warrants more than this? I'd like to think that he does, but man, the way they're talking about him, the way the market seems to be responding to him, I don't know. I don't know if there's if you can get much more than this if you're the Cardinals. Wow, wow, I. I know you want more. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to get more for that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, those are, and like I said, he predict, He didn't predict a trade. He proposed a trade for every single team. But those are all the ones where the Cardinals were somehow involved. Four of them. Yeah. Um, I, there's a lot of mock drafts that are coming out. I can't wait to not talk about mock drafts anymore. <laughs> um, but I'm still fascinated by, by the Trey Lance could get traded. And the Schefter report that they may not be quarterbacks taken at two and three in this draft. Completely fascinating to me. Well, if Trey Lance does get traded and he gets traded to Houston, 
Houston is not taking a quarterback at number two. No, I don't know. There's been no rumors tying Trey Lance to Houston. I'm just kind of, you know, D'Amico Ryan's new coach there. Does he believe in Trey Lance? And if he does, they might be looking at him as their quarterback of the future. Then it frees him up to do whatever they want at number two. Because you're not giving up the second pick in the draft for Trey Lance. You won't have to if you're the Texans. You know, so that is something definitely worth keeping an eye on. When we come back, back to the Phoenix Suns. The stars were shining bright last night at Footprints. Center. That's what that game was all about. We'll talk about it next on Burns and Gambo.